Hello and welcome to Franchise Surprise. The only podcast where there's oil under this show. Yeah, I could smell it. And more importantly, the geological survey says there definitely is. Maniacal <laughs> laugh. Maniacal <laughs> laugh. I'm Nick Lathan. I'm Rip Camelucci. And I'm Peyton Lynch, and this week we are covering The Muppets from 2011. That's how you say it. The Muppets. The. <laughs> That's how I say it. Well, That's there's two camps. It. You could say The Muppets, or you could say it like, like some colleges do. The Muppets. <laughs> the the Muppets. Ohio State University. <laughs> what? All right. Ohio State University. Yeah, I know. They can go screw, right? Uh... Boy, oh boy, the Muppets, huh? The Muppets, we finally this... get our Muppets, baby. <laughs> we've, been, we've been hyping them yeah, up all a... season. <laughs> if there's any legacy that this movie leaves, it's the Muppets. It's a slow <laughs> Muppets burn all season. Oh, my God. I think we're... Anyway, um, I, was, I was editing the, one of the episodes, and we were talking about uh, the, the Mupp ball. Now we got to do a Moop ball. Uh, the Muppets. I saw the this Muppets. in the theater. I don't know if y'all saw oh, this. Oh yeah, me too. Damn, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Saw this in the theater. I mean, this this was such a cultural moment for me. This movie because I was like, oh my god, the Muppets are coming back. And this was, I think, this was like one of my first instances of being like, I have to consume this media and support it so that. It's gonna so they'll keep making stuff mm-hmm. from it. Um, so like the I very much remember following like when they made the announcement that Jason Segal was like writing the screenplay and like that he had pitched the idea for it and like just following <clears throat> all the behind the scenes stuff for it up to the release because I was just excited that we were gonna get more Muppet stuff after not having it for a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I, was, I definitely made sure to see it in the theaters. Yeah, you know, shout out to forgetting Sarah Marshall for being doing <laughs> fantastic at the box office because this movie would not have gotten made. Because like, because I think the whole behind it was uh, thing behind it was uh, Dracula's Lament from that, which that's the only part of that movie I've watched a thousand times. Right. I've only seen that movie once, but I will go back and watch Dracula's Lament at the drop of a hat. <laughs> it's a good rewatch. It's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I do need to rewatch it. But yeah, so I guess that started. Yeah, yeah, this movie's just great. We'll get into it though. But first, we got to talk about the box office, baby. Everybody's favorite part of this podcast: our little twenty-minute detour we do every episode. <laughs> this movie came out November twenty-third, twenty eleven, Thanksgiving weekend. We've actually done this before. Um, have we? Oh, this weekend. This weekend, right. we discussed it previous on another episode. Oh. Because number one at the box office was The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. So that was number one. Number two, of course, The Muppets. I know. I know where I was that weekend. It was number two behind Twilight? Yeah. That's insane. Someone call that Dracula's Lament. Uh, Number three, (laughs) Happy Feet 2. Oh, wow. Which that I did not see that in theaters. I saw the first one in theaters, though. I saw the first one and was just like... So this won an Oscar. <laughs> George Miller. It's a, right? That's also George Miller. Yeah. I watched that going like, wait a minute. It's this also is... the Mad Max guy. <laughs> wait, where's all the where's all the S and M? 
That was the <laughs> number one thing. I was like, what? where's all the talking pigs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> None of these penguins are wearing leather. <laughs> uh, number four is a, actually, I watched this for the first time last, uh, actually, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, but it's still a great movie. Arthur Christmas. I don't know if y'all have seen oh, nice. that one. Is that that's an animated one? Right? Yeah, it's got um, Jim Broadbent. Okay. Um, Hugh Laurie does a voice. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. And then there was like, what was it? I always get that one. And is it Fred Claus? The one with the Vince Vaughn. With Vince Vaughn, yeah, yeah. 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 I always mix those two up. Uh, that one's uh, not as good as Arthur Christmas. <laughs> Number five, another movie I saw opening weekend was Hugo with uh, the the Martin Scorsese film. Which oh, that's I wasn't a bit crazy to me that that's number five at the box office. It opened I, at number five. I wasn't a bit. I, I I wasn't a big fan of that movie. I gotta tell you, I, I liked it of when Hugo? I saw it. Of Hugo, no. I love the book. Bu- I love the book. The book's really good. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, another movie whose uh, scene I've watched a thousand times. Uh, of course, is uh, previously a friend of the show in the pod, Al Pacino, Duncan Chino. Jack and Jill was number six at the box office. <laughs> no. It's not that's Al the, anymore. That's the Dunca. It's that's Dunk. the Dunkachino thing. <laughs> Dunkachino, don't mind if I do. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I will never watch that movie, but I will fucking just watch that shit over. Yeah, I've never seen that movie, but I've watched the Dunkachino. Like, I don't like police, <laughs> but sometimes I think there should be cops on sets. Because <laughs> that's insane that that all like happened from beginning to end, and then was committed, and then was released. All of it, all of it. Someone that's, needs to monitor this. As Al Pacino said in the movie, "Burn this. Make sure nobody sees it." Uh, number seven was Immortals. Eternals. I remember that? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Number eight is uh, another print of the pod, Puss in Boots. Mortals 2001. Oh. <laughs> our friend Puss. Yeah, our bus, best wow. friend Puss. <laughs> During our uh, movie league, I got a lot of shit for, uh, for, for drafting that movie. and Because uh, everybody was like, Puss in Boots. And then everybody, I guess, went to go see it. Because it was Yeah, you didn't get any shit movie. from us. Fucking yeah, Charlie actually, loves yeah, that Yeah, I didn't do it either. Yeah, it was other people in the league who will never <laughs> guess on this pod. Oh yeah, I don't remember the Immortals movie. Um, who's in it? Who's in that? Oh, movie? it's it's like a spinoff of Three Hundred or something. I think <laughs> it looks like it's um, uh, Henry Cavill, Superman. Yeah, Argyle, The Witcher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you've heard you've heard the, of him? the man from Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Cavill, Frida Pinto, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke? Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Oh, can't watch that. I really didn't. <laughs> Not allowed to watch Mickey Rourke. Kellen Lutz, Kellen Lutz from Twilight, Luke Evans. Wow, two movies in the top ten. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, number nine was a movie I did also see in the theaters was uh, The Descendants. Uh, Alexander Payne with George Clooney. And then number 10 was uh, everybody's favorite director, Brett Ratner, uh, Tower Heist. <laughs> the return of Eddie Murphy. That's what that movie was billed as, basically. Yep. 
Um, the opening for uh, the Muppets was twenty nine point two million domestic. Uh, total domestic, it made eighty eight point six million. Uh, it made one hundred sixty five point one million worldwide on a budget of forty five. So let's just say a sequel was greenlit. Yeah, that's uh, that's man. You you just don't see those budgets anymore. No. And you just never see those margins anymore. Like, it's fine. Let's fucking, let's just make the thing. Let's just make the product, make the fucking margin, and move on. Oh, baby. Yeah, it's such so, a... Economics. So, Can you tell I did really well in economics in college? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, now just, block, but, you know, movie filmmaking is uh, high risk, high reward. Yeah. Or yeah, um, yeah. or you get studios that actually can like identify the fucking underserved areas of the market and are actually able to like fucking you know Blumhouse a few years ago, A twenty four to an extent. Um, Sody's doing it now with the rom com. Anything but you has been doing yeah. pretty good. Oh, um, that was fun. That was fun. And and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. The musical isn't dead. Like these musicals are making money, whether they're telling you they're musicals or not. What's what movie's a musical? That's what's a secret musical? Well, uh, Wonka was yeah the three the three big ones this season was Wonka, Mean Girls, and um, Color Purple. Hmm. And they're all they all did fine, if not very well. Wonka's made a lot of money. I saw. Um, I did not see, see the movie. Did I saw it made a lot of money. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, it's, I'm gonna watch it's oh. fucking delightful. Um I might watch it when it hits home video. I'm gonna rent I'm it gonna from st- I'm gonna stew I'm gonna stew at home and watch seasons one and two of Schmigadoon and be mad that I, it got cancelled. I'm just gonna rewatch uh Paddington and Paddington too. <laughs> A friend of mine, I've been trying to convince her. She was like, if you watch The Bear, I'll watch The Bear you keep talking about, Paddington. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, Bear. and then I watched all of The Bear, and then I texted her, and I was like, well, 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 I was on Hulu, and I saw <laughs> my bear was on there, Paddington, both films. <laughs> and then she was like, that movie was a delight. I was like, you just wait till the second one. He destroys the prison industrial complex. <laughs> Love, we stay we stay in our son, Paddington. Anyway. Uh I don't know where to start with this movie besides it's gr- it's great to see music again, like original songs. Right. There is some needle drops, but it's not like annoying. There Yeah, yeah. There's there's more than I remember them there being. But yeah. but they're good songs well uh implemented. So it doesn't like rub me the wrong way or anything, but God damn, I love the original music by Britt McKenzie in this in this in this movie. So he, he, so fucking fun. He won like, he won an Academy Award for uh, the the Muppet Man song. Yeah, Man right? or yeah. Muppet. Man yeah, or Muppet. Man yeah. Muppet. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember Peyton I'm was a talking Muppet about. Man. Oh my God, it's such a good song. <laughs> the way he flexes <laughs> in the rain. Muppet Man. Um, I, the way Peyton was talking about like you know, keeping tabs on this movie early on and like, yeah, from the fucking minute I walked out of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I was just like, he has to do a fucking Muppet movie. And then it like <laughs> actually happened and it felt like you manifested trade news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then, yeah, when I saw fucking Britt was going to be doing the songs for it, it was like, 
Let's fucking go. This is gonna. That this is a good. This is a good start. And uh, and also to kind of Peyton's point, like at the time and feeling like the need to like support it, it also felt like. Um, how it must have felt like having been a Marvel fan uh, when like Marvel was like in the absolute shitter and then like they're getting their, you know, fucking come up and like you have your moment in the sun and it's like, yeah, I've been here the whole time and I'm not going to gatekeep. I want as many people here as possible because I love these furry fuckers. And, <laughs> and uh, it was a nice, it was a nice time. You know, it was, it was a good time. I feel like there was a, um, a cover album that came out, the Green album, I want to say. Um, yeah, I think like around a year or two time before or, or before it. Yeah, that was also like a nice little fun thing that was just kind of like permeating itself through pop culture. Um, yeah, I think Paramore covered uh, "Rainbow Connection" on the album. Mm-hmm. That was fun. When they make, I guess, um, I guess that's the thing now. When they make tribute albums, they uh, they have to contact Paramore because they're <laughs> they're doing a. Uh, <laughs> They're doing one for Stop Making Sense and like Paramore is doing a fucking song on it. <laughs> I hear that they're even going to go back on uh, uh, Warren Zevon's Enjoy Every Sandwich uh, tribute album and have Paramore do uh, Werewolves of London again. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Lawyers, Guns, and Money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was a real moment. You know, uh, you know, and it was and a cultural like, moment for me. And it, for sure. and it feels like the moment is, has, you know, kind of lingered, maybe not as been as strong as some of us would have liked, but it's still like anything Muppets that you get to this day, even like Muppets Mayhem, like is still riding the wave from this, you know? Right. Like everyone, well, they're still using like the, the Muppets logo that they started like using with this movie and everything. Yeah, I feel I like, know. um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, who was it? Disney, that company. They, um, <laughs> those people. They, like, realized what they had and, like, the fan base. Like, say what you will about how they've been kind of mismanaging Marvel lately, but, like, you know, once they get a hold of a franchise, they fucking know how to fucking ride that wave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some say they, they beat it into the ground. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry. So you were talking about fans that were like mm-hmm. had their spotlight the sun. That's this is it wasn't so much with the Muppets this year for me, but for the movie The Adventures of Tintin, because I grew up watching the Tintin cartoon on Nickelodeon. Oh yeah. And uh Tintin came out later this year and um I was like, when did that come out? It came out like around Christmas. That was a Christmas release. But I looked at the budget; it was 135 million. And I was just like, God damn! But then at the same time, like, well, the whole movie's fucking CGI. Yeah. And <laughs> anyway, oh my god. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I saw this opening weekend. I definitely did. I saw Ten Ten opening weekend. I did that much, but um, I saw this in the theater and was <laughs> in line early. days before for Ten Ten. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're like you don't have to do this. You're the only one that sees it. No, you don't realize this is directed by Spielberg, produced by Peter Jackson, written by Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish. Anyway, <laughs> starring starring Jamie Bell as Tintin. Daniel Sir, Craig I, is a villain in this. James Sir, Bond's I, a bad guy. Sir, I assure you, you can return your tent still. The, <laughs> the you mean my tent the parking lot. You're, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just a tip with like a, a, a hair flip on the front of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this movie was uh, 
great. I don't know. I had a great time watching this. This, this was my. Uh, this is my my emotional support Muppet movie. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. Uh. There was a particular uh uh late afternoon uh in college where i had like finals and papers and shit due and i then everyone called out of work at the sketchers in the mall in the oaks mall and uh i i had all this fucking studying and all this shit to do and i was working a triple and i hadn't eaten and i i was like losing my fucking mind and i just like said fuck everything went in the back and put on this soundtrack and like laid on the floor and that fucking got out of my panic attack oh wow <laughs> yeah yeah well that's nice that's a it, nice it, little that's nice of that not nice that it happened to you but the nice of that this movie was able to comfort you that way yeah mm-hmm. uh like the the sounds of this movie just like really put me in the like my happy Gilmore happy place <laughs> uh along with the 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 color palette and the tones and like every like every fucking aspect except for i don't know man uh, on this on this latest rewatch like i think i think the thing i've been wanting the whole time is for like walter to have a little more riz you know as the kids say yeah i yeah i feel i do like this movie and i think i liked it a lot when it first came out Especially the soundtrack, like you were saying, like when I was rewatching it now, because I actually haven't seen this one in a long time. Like, and I watched it a lot when it first came out. But um, <clears throat> the soundtrack, I was like, oh wow, I remember all the words to these songs. Like, they they meant a lot to me, and I did listen to them a lot. But I do feel conflicted about this movie. One, because I don't, yeah, I don't really like Walter that much, and I feel like. The A plot of this movie focuses a lot on Walter and the two human characters, where the Muppets is is kind of like a B plot for a lot of it. So I kept that in mind, and Nick, before you agree, I <laughs> I I remember you alluded to those feelings like in some prior episodes, and so I yeah. like wanted to watch it with like keeping that in mind, and through that prism, I I gotta say I like I feel like once we got to Kermit mm-hmm. it does focus more on them yeah once yeah, we do and, finally get to Kermit yeah and like there's you know after that there's like not another original song that doesn't involve you know the Muppets at least being there if not yeah. Chris Cooper fucking rapping uh, with Vegas showgirls <laughs> in his walls <laughs> um, that's the Muppets are a waste of time now can't you see that um, where he, oh, he, he closes the door they go back to eating snacks <laughs> so funny Nick have you ever because Peyton I know you have Nick have you ever heard the, the album version of that song no so oh yeah it's like extended i forgot yeah they cut out a whole part like this whole (laughs) operatic not even rapping this whole operatic backstory behind oh right right his about i was thinking about that yeah yeah, and like so, like that's the reason why he like if, is not just you know he fucking hates, hates the, Muppets. the Muppets, but like is spiteful towards them mm. because they wronged him as a child or something like yeah. that. He can't laugh or something or like so, something like that. Yeah, he can't. Because that's everyone why he was goes laughing at him. Laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was yeah. laughing at him. Um, a recurring it, theme because Walter's worried about people laughing at him because mm-hmm. he likes the Muppets. Because we're so, all the same. We all have the same fears deep down inside. 
to jump yeah. off to jump off what what Rip was just saying about the humans and Walter and all that stuff. Yeah. Walter is a good gateway Muppet because this was just a straight yeah. up re. This is a reboot, which is fake. Yeah. And they're and they're they sprinkle this is, in. This is the Force Awakens of yeah. Muppet movies. That's what it yeah. is. And of course, they sprinkle in references for all of us old fogies who fucking grew up yeah. watching this shit. <laughs> and um, so like you kind of need because the last Muppet thing we pretty we we had was probably. I mean, when did that? Office style show Muppets. When did that air? Man, I, I think that like came out after this. Oh yeah, I or thought it came I out guess. after this, but maybe it was before. But Let um, me look it up. Muppets ABC. But they basically just like. Oh, I was way yeah. off. Holy shit! When did it come out? Yeah, it came out in 2015. Okay, God so it came damn. out after this. Yes, yeah, so it was after this. So this way was the, this is the first Muppet thing we've seen besides Muppet Vision in the parks. Um, since 1999. Yeah. So, like, that's a fucking generation right there. The millennium? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, kids didn't know. I mean, unless their parents shared the movies with them, kids didn't really know who the Muppets were. But I I, I, I went into this going, like, I was like, oh, yeah, they do have a really big, uh, the humans do play a big part. But, like, yeah, what Rip said once the fucking, once Kermit's introduced... Like they're just kind of like a long. They're also they're like human Muppets almost. Yeah, and and they're just put off, and they become the fucking C plot at that point because the only part is yeah. just like that they're playing is like, well, Walter, I got to help him out, and then she, and then right. Mary's like, well, our anniversary. Yeah, and then that's that's it. That's all we hear from them people. But then like, the yeah. rest yeah. of it, I because even me party is uh like. It, inter- it integrates Miss Piggy's storyline. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, I don't. I'm just better. I'm just better. <laughs> <laughs> especially during the open, especially during the opening number, which I love that song, "Life's a Happy Song." But like the opening number where they have all those humans dancing and there's only one Muppet. Like compare that to the Great Muppet Caper, where it's like mostly Muppets dancing, well, it's, it's, and then there's it's, some it, humans. It's in small town. I mean, you see the pop. What is the I population know, ratio between to Muppets to humans? You know. Oh, I, <laughs> what, can we get a never, census? What's never, what's never addressed is that Walter's uh, brothers with uh, the so he with he, the, his, he, his, his is he adopt? He's not adopted though. He no, gets, he's not. Uh, he I gets love that. He's never. I love us never he gets, addressed. Yeah. He gets introduced <laughs> to us. Two humans, yeah. So he gets introduced to, to us as his brother, but then, yeah. like, Mary later on refers to him as his friend, and, like, he's yeah. kind of a friend. Well, they're brothers and, they're and the friends. Movie. Well, they're, <laughs> you can be friends with your brother. I, look, I'm an only child, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I, this is a foreign concept to me. We all know that Peyton's friends with his brothers. I mean, go back on TikTok. We, we talked about it in the Christmas episode. They perform sisters together. <laughs> Thank you for setting um, me straight, Peyton. <laughs> uh, it is funny. I, I just thought it was funny when I heard that at the beginning of the movie, how they were brothers. And I was like, I just love the, the idea that, that two humans just gave birth to some random Muppet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really recessive gene. Well, aren't they? Aren't they supposed to be? They're twin brothers. They're twins. Are they twins? Yeah, I think that's what it's alluded to because, like, every birthday they're they, like the same age. Yeah, they have the same. They birthday. like measure yeah. the both of them out on their birthday yeah. every year, and then Walter uh, never grows. This is this that's is a weird recessive review. gene. 
This is for neither of you, but this is for Mullet when he gets around to listening to this. Define birth. Uh, moving on. Um, I do love that small town USA is just Celebration Florida. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, there's so many bits in this opening, which is like, it's just off to the races. Like, you got to have a strong opening, but like the whole Life's dance a number- fillet of fish. Hey! Yeah, yes, it yes it is. Yes it is. Yeah, that guy that shit was funny. Life's a bunch of flowers. flowers. I, I love how yeah, that and then he shows he shows up at the fucking um school with the fucking beat up ass flowers. He's like, sorry. It was probably for the dance. Sorry, was it a I dance was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many meta meta jokes in this. Which they never really the like yeah. in, in previous Muppet movies, they don't acknowledge that they did a dance number, but this one does yeah, like every time, which is very funny. <laughs> so you're out of breath. Yeah, sorry, I was singing. Oh, also, man. before before this song, there's a moment where the kids the, that Halloween flashback where he dresses up as Kermit and the kids bully him. And it's just so funny to me that one of the kids says, what is this, 1978? Like, the kid would have a reference for when the Muppets came out. <laughs> I was like, wow, that bully really knows. What is this, March 21st, 1978? <laughs> the premiere the premier date of the, the Muppets? <laughs> What what is this number six at the at the, at the box office domestic and for the year nineteen seventy eight? I just respect the history of media in this country. That's all. I don't care about the Muppets. I just but yeah, your costume's out. stupid. We're getting off, a bit of, we're getting off you, point. You know what a bit of great costume? Kramer from <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer. You pick which one. Uh, we're going to talk about the movie in the podcast eventually. Kramer versus Kramer. Um, God. Yeah, I really like the the cameos of this movie are fucking weird. Like the first one we get is Mickey Rooney. Yup. Yeah. And Feist too. And Feist. Boy, talk about a cameo. That was the moment. that was the other person that sings uh Who? Right right before Mickey Rooney. She's like a sing like a indie one, music two, singer. Three, four, three, four. Tell, tell me that you love, love me more. more. Yeah. Sleepless, hard nights, find what you use this for. I'm just trying to get paid to sing this whole song. <laughs> I also rich thing. We haven't cleared the rights. Uh, Stop. If you if you worked in a Skechers in 2011, you, uh, you heard it. You heard it. <laughs> these are also like the most 2011 cameos, which some of these people yeah. are still famous, but it's just some like still work. Yeah. Oh, did you guys watch the deleted scenes? Because they have the deleted scenes on Disney Plus. No. no. Oh well, there's no. Nah, they cut those for some, a reason. I never watched the scenes. <laughs> but there's some more cameos in in those. There's Ricky Gervais, which is funny. Like, uh, but we don't need no, to see no, him. No, it's not funny. We were, spa- it's not we were funny. spared but, this um, time. <laughs> but there's a uh, there's this whole scene where um, when the Muppets are trying to get a host, they throw a fake Oscars and they invite like these famous people and give them like fake Oscars to That's like get the funny. and they're like. They're like, here's your uh, here's your award, and it's like a golf trophy or something. And they're like, would you like to host our show? And like, um, and in that is like Billy Crystal and uh, oh. Kathy Griffin, and yeah, there's some Kathy really Griffin came back. Yeah, Kathy Griffin. She could have rekindled yeah. that romance. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> she could um, she could have been in the Ray Liotta Club. 
<laughs> um, Danny Trey, I think Danny Trejo is in the final film, is he? He, he is in most, yeah. Muppets Most Wanted. Okay. Oh, he's in Muppets Most Wanted. So, okay. so he was in a deleted scene from this where the Muppets get arrested for throwing a fake Oscars, and he's like in another jail cell next to them. And then Wanda Sykes is the is the police person. The That's police woman. funny. Yeah. Man. So they just got rid of a whole storyline. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and when, and um, Walter bails them out, and Wanda's like. Wanda's like, all right, are, are you guys the Muppets? And Danny Trejo's like, yeah, I'm one of the Muppets too. Let me out. <laughs> I can I can see why they they cut that out because like towards the end of this yeah. movie, I was I mean, like, this movie yeah, they long. needed to move it. Yeah, they to. need to move it along. <laughs> like we did, but we did, we did. But it see is such a funny a side plot. It is in the third act. Funny side plot. Yeah. Yeah, it basically was an episode of the Muppet Show. Yeah. Yeah. Which in that part. I don't know if we're gonna jump around, but like I was singing the fucking theme song. I was fucking yeah. excited, man. Yeah, I in, this in the theater was was excellent. You never get to, yeah. uh, to see an episode of the Muppet Show like at that scale before. Yeah. Um, I don't know why jumping around made me think of this, but I think my favorite cameo, uh, because we were talking about cameos. I think my favorite cameo. I think the funniest fucking cameo is Alan Arkin <laughs> at Muppet oh, yeah. Studios. <laughs> yeah fuck he's j- just like what a heat check performance just comes in <laughs> and just just absolutely crushes it for like two and a half minutes that's the alan arkin that's how yeah. we won an oscar just by coming in fucking and just crushing for eight minutes I just is want- this universal yeah. studios yes it yes, is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> <He's deadpan. laughs> this is what we had the lo- the the me- uh, the medium cables and and live you know like where they stored the fucking cables rope and medium gauge cables that's what it was um i was thinking about this while watching the movie but he di- he directed one movie it's called little murders it, it stars previous cameo uh beer uh elliot gould um, it's probably on the Criterion channel. Cameo beer. <laughs> um, I highly recommend it. Uh, but that movie is just, it's chaotic and there's a lot of murder in it because it's little murders. It's just about, you know, it's just a satire of New York at the time. Anyway, <laughs> really enjoy it. So the only movie that Alan Arkin directed. Maniacal oh. laugh. Uh, well, while we're at the, uh, studios, um, that is where we are introduced to Tex Richmond and we get the evil plan. Um, and the standard rich and famous contract. Standard rich and famous contract, <laughs> and all, and we get some Stadler Waldorf. Their um, jokes are not as good in this scene. No, they're not. Well, because they're not. They're not ripping on. Like they're not there. Like they're respectable roasters they're gonna roast like they're gonna roast you to your face you know what i'm saying yeah and like if you're not there their heart's not in it so but they did they didn't really roast uh, you know could have could have roasted tex richmond some more you know what i mean here's the thing that like when we see them they're like warmed up they've been in the bullpen they've been stretching they've been throwing some practice pitches that they're doing business that's them at just like that's that's business level style that's how they get the money to go to the show exactly um, but that's them being professional. If that gives you any idea, <laughs> you think they weren't they weren't funny enough. They were being professional. They were okay. on the clock, Nicholas. I take back what I um, say. <laughs> uh, but I do love. Oh God, what was it here? Uh, oh yeah, uh, I think I'll call it the 
old office of Kermit the Frog room. <laughs> <laughs> I also, something I'll say all the time in the apartment, because Charlie likes to refer to our dog Angus as the boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll, I'll call him Mr. The Boy. <laughs> the same way that he calls him Mr. The Frog. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, wow, the frog was a last name this whole time. <laughs> I love, uh, yeah, this um, this whole evil plot. And then I love the dolly zoom into Walter, <laughs> who then starts screaming. Screaming all day. Freaking yeah, yeah. out. And then, like, well, it's a montage give- of him freaking out. Is that the first time they put, like, a, a, a body rig on a Muppet? <laughs> I think so, as far as I oh, know. Oh, yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. <laughs> that shit. Well, the only thing was missing weird... was, like, a Spike Lee shot. Yeah, well, that's where he got it from, was the Muppets. Um, <laughs> just putting a, putting somebody on a platform and locking the camera to that platform and just moving the platform and the person as they float through that. Yep. Yeah, he got that from the Muppets. Uh, <laughs> Spike, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I, I'm, I don't mean to make fun of you. I'm, you're, you're one of the greatest goddamn filmmakers ever. If not the greatest, you're not the. I don't. I don't want to get in semantics, but um, what was I gonna say? Um, stop! I got a great idea. Uh, that was a good bit in which uh, they see a map to the <laughs> yeah, star side to... and they stop at Pink's <laughs> oh, hot yeah, dogs. Just, yeah. all, all eating hot dogs in the car. Great idea! Great idea, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love they're driving around Bel Air like all day, and then when they're just about to give up, oh, here it is, Amy Adams. This is giant, maybe- giant gate with Kermit, Miss Piggy's yeah. face on it. <laughs> Man, I'm, I am not an Amy Adams fan. Really, I really, I wow. like her in two things: Arrival in this. <laughs> wow, not even Enchanted. Wow. Uh, to be fair, I haven't seen Enchanted. I have. But, I saw Enchanted in the theater. It oh, was good. yeah, me too. You got to see Enchanted. I know. I know. If you liked her in this, sure. Well, this is her real her house. Maybe, Enchanted. Maybe I would love her doing more of this. You know, but like, yeah. I don't know, man. You know, I, if it, I don't know if it comes down to choices or whatever. But Amy Adams just doesn't interest me as a as an artist. Damn, I'm, but she's great in this. You gotta watch her. You gotta watch her Enchanted, and you gotta watch uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's like okay. one of her first okay. movies. You didn't even like her in the, like, in the master. You didn't like her in that. No. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm allowed to say that because Mullet's like, mm, I didn't care for Leo in Killers of the Flower Moon. I didn't care for Killers of the Flower Moon at all. <laughs> Fucking liar. That, yeah, that was that, that was that was a. Bold I will statement. say. I will say. <laughs> he was. I... He was fucking feeling himself today. So I'm, I'm gonna let him. Get, I'm gonna give him a pass. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Mullet, if you're listening, over here talking about, <laughs> over here talking about, <laughs> here's a motherfucker we do know listens to the podcast. Bob Iyer up in the air. Chris Mullet, oh, listen up, motherfucker. <laughs> Out of here, posted his, posted his box office game score. He was like, another thing I won today, and I just replied back with no chance. Would fucking, and then posted my score, and I fucking got 100 more points than him. Eat shit, Mullet. I've gotten the perfect score in the box office game twice. You need, oh, God. Twice! <laughs> twice! Were you going to say something before fucking Nick and I went apoplectic? Um, oh, I was just going to say, text. I think anyway. that Amy does a really good job in this movie, and I feel like she probably, I think Anne Channing came before this, and that's probably why she got this role. And Talladega but, um, And Talladega <laughs> Um, but I think she makes it a lot more than it is too, because her character is basically just 
the girlfriend who's waiting to get proposed to. So yeah, it's I think uh, she does a great job. I love uh, when they're I like going to party. Sk- does a lot of work, you know. It does, it does. And she does fix a car, which is cool, but it's sort of like... <laughs> and the electricity. Look at her, she's and, the a, but, <laughs> and the electricity. But it's also just sort of that gimmick of like, oh, this girl knows how to fix cars. She's not like other girls. Uh, a bit that I wrote down, speaking of her, was uh, they're like talking about scaling the fence, and she's like, I think it's an electric fence. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And then they both get electrocuted, <laughs> and I just wrote down, nobody listens to women. <laughs> that's the point <laughs> oh god right also at that bit when uh kermit first shows up the fucking oh this that's cor- so good the bus passing yeah by. yeah yeah <laughs> it's a, i love i love when when things happen like that in movies where they explain why it's it's appearing like that it's so yeah. funny yeah um not now 80s robot not now 80s robot uh, gag me with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> in a tab and new Would you like a tab or a new Coke? <laughs> Grody to the max. Uh, that's that's such a weird original because I think it's Walter and Eighties Robot that are like original Muppets to the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I remember and it's such a weird it going like did it's I such a weird joke something? for them to create Eighties Robot for this movie. Like I don't know what the reference is or well, that's an actual. That it was an actual robot from the eighties. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but tr- one, trying to find the connection to the Muppets with, yeah. <laughs> but two, I think I finally like settled on, and this is just me making sense of it for myself, so I could fucking sleep at night. Yeah. Is it's their also it's also like their way of like showing that they haven't had any real relevance since the eighties. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, so. I think if I'm thinking like dramaturgically, it's like. Uh, okay jeremy strong (laughs) they're probably like at their zenith like at that point in the 80s and like their apex mountain if you will yeah when miss piggy like bought the mansion and everything so she Mm. probably got the robot around the same time and like kermit just holds on to it to like take care of the house and things like that i you know i mean especially because this movie um really loves the first Muppet movie and Muppet Tick Manhattan. Yeah. Because like it makes a lot of references to Muppet Tick Manhattan uh with the song and they're putting on a show. M- Miss Piggy's Miss Piggy's perm from Muppet Tick Manhattan comes back the, a couple times. The, the wedding photo is from the, the wedding Manhattan. photo yeah. is from Muppet Tick Manhattan. Her whole outfit I think at the end in the end credits when she's hanging out with Kermit is from Muppet Tick Manhattan as well, I think. Uh you talk so, about you, you said talk. sorry, you said outfit. Good. Can we go to Paris real quick? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you look up drip in the dictionary, you're going to see a picture of Muppet Man. <laughs> Muppet Man. You thought I was going to say Kermit on the streets of Paris. And you'd be right. That is He looked great. He looked great. And also, never, I know oh. from I know from reading magazines and stuff that Miss Piggy is wearing like Prada or something. Oh, absolute designer. Yeah, absolute yeah. she's wearing fucking designer <laughs> I, lo- I love that uh, the established bit of like that they do Muppet Man all the time and Miss Piggy's can't like I can't so believe I fucking so mad. fell for Muppet Man and she says fucking cause you watch the extended version <laughs> <laughs> yeah I watched the extended version um also the, love that one, fucking, one of uh, his hands is um is just two of Scooter's hands yeah <laughs> the return of Scooter. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't. Well, he's in, he's in Muppets in Space. He is. Does he talk? Um, I think he has a couple lines because um, Richard Hunt had passed away, but mm-hmm. his brother 
did his voice for that movie. Speaking of somebody who did not return, but apparently is in the credits, Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, Rizzo is when they are... Um, they're cleaning up. The theater. Yeah. He, yeah, and then also when they're sleeping in the theater, he's like on one of the beams abo- like above where mm. all the hammocks are. There's like a bit where Amy Adams is like carrying a beam and then like Rizzo's like sitting on the yeah. other side of the beam, but like yeah. Rizzo does not speak. That's what no. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And the rules, yeah, so that's why that's there how There was something credited, going on but... with his performer, right? Yeah, Steve Whitmire plays uh plays Kermit in this and he also, you know, plays Rizzo, but like he's credited as playing Rizzo, but like we don't hear. Yeah, Rizzo. and he's not. Yeah, he's not really. Fe- he's not featured in the deleted scenes. I mean, maybe either, so that's maybe he got credited for pu- just puppeting. Puppet, Rizzo. Puppeting yeah. Rizzo, but like yeah. still, like it's just such a weird thing. I guess it goes back. to, Well, he's in Muppets Take Manhattan, or maybe it's yes. just because Rizzo wasn't in the Muppet Show. <laughs> they didn't include Rizzo in this movie. It's just there's a Rizzo size hole in this movie. Is what I'm saying. It's very yeah. strange. I mean, I felt that way about like near the end um, about Gonzo. Oh, there, yeah, oh, there was not, not enough Gonzo either. Because I, because they do, I think it's because they do that bit about him doing the bowling ball, yeah. so he can't really be in the group scenes. But there's so many um, scenes of like all of the Muppets, like near the end of the movie, that Gonzo is not in, and it feels so wrong. Like, even in this picture that I have right now where they're all singing Rainbow Connection, like, uh, Gonzo's yeah. not in that, and it feels so blasphemous. Was Dave Goals playing somebody else during that part? I mean, he could have been. I feel like they it was just be, for the bit of him, like, have it, still having that bowling ball in his hand. Yeah, I think, like, you know, you don't want to do your big... Um, yeah. You don't want to do your big number at the end, emotional thing, in which you sing the song you're most famous for, and then have a... <laughs> And not have fucking Gonzo. Have a whatever with a fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. In the background. Swinging his arm. I feel like... Uh, I feel like the... Their choice for, like, reoccurring celebrity that they need throughout this movie, being Jack Black, was one that, that was aged very fun. pretty fucking well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they and, knew. They, yeah, they that's knew. such a fun bit of them, oh, yeah. them kidnapping Jack Black too. Oh, and you just, mentioned just him mi- just reacting to the entire fucking show. <laughs> just fucking absolute excellent. Like the point. Jack Black's agreed of- to be the host. Where is he in the trunk? I also just like to think that. Galifianakis had no lines and he just came in with the Hobo Joe thing on his yeah. own. Because <laughs> it really did just kind of seem like they set the camera up on the other side of the theater and just kind of let him go for like an yeah, hour. Yeah. What are the... Uh, man, this 3D is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. <laughs> $5, show you to your seat. It's uh, oh, somewhere yeah. over there. It's, it's going to be up somewhere there. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I just want to. I, I want to list off all the cameos real quick, just because. Yes. I just want to get out of the There's way. There's another cameo I want to talk about too. Um, yeah. Mickey Rooney, Alan Arkin, who we discussed. Uh, the Muppets, of course. Uh, Dave Grohl <laughs> Dave is Grohl. the is the animal in the Muppets. Um, Kristen Shaw, Jack Black, Emily Blunt, uh, Rashida. Em- Emily Blunt. Blunt. Emily Blunt is amazing because I 
It's headcanon that that's definitely her character from Devil Wears Prada. A yeah. thousand and she finally percent. gets and she finally gets to go to Paris and she's uh, like working for Miss Figgy. Well, it's and so also funny. like <laughs> Emily Blunt wasn't even really Emily Blunt yet at yeah. that point. Like <laughs> Emily Blunt's like I think again, talk about a cameo that like fucking aged, aged up well, yeah. like and like a fucking <laughs> fine wine. Like mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And the fact that yeah, like how how often is she ever gonna like reprise her? Yeah, Devil she's Wears completely the same yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's <laughs> oh, it's such a little fucking wonderful nugget. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, Rashida Jones, uh Kim Jeong as the as the punch teacher host. <laughs> punch teacher host. <laughs> fucking Donald Glover. My, this is my, like Oh, go ahead. My favorite just kind of like off camera line. <laughs> Was just the teacher saying, I wanted, I just wanted to make a difference. (laughs) (laughs) We got a, we got a pre-Childish Gambino Donald Glover, which is crazy to me. Sarah Silverman. uh, Jim, Jim Parsons. Yeah. Jim Parsons in a, in a a very good deployment of Jim Parsons. Um, That's my favorite Jim Parsons role ever. um, Zach Galifianakis, (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg, Selena Gomez. Modern Family Kid. That's who's. What's his name? I just wrote down Modern Family Kid. I don't, <laughs> I don't know the actor's I, name. Char- so fucking. I I perked up because uh, the Whoopi uh, cameo is great. Selena Gomez is another one that's fucking aged well because she's, she's only gotten more famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rico Rodriguez. Okay. I I swear to God, Charlie just started watching Modern Family. That's- <laughs> and this kid has been in my fucking living room a lot lately. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Rico Rodriguez but, is his name. They don't even fucking like reference his name, much less what he's from. Yeah. So we just well, they, seem like, like people know who he is because they were like, yeah, you're uh, like they just they just they just they know he's from something. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't know. This show was funny though. Uh, Bill Cobbs. Yep. That was the most random cameo I saw, and then um, mm-hmm. James Carvel. Yeah, James Carville Neil That's Patrick the most Harris. random cameo I've I saw was James Carville. James Carville. Did he yeah. even talk? No. No, he just sat next to Judd Hirsch, Academy Award nominee Judd Hirsch. Yeah, Judd Hirsch. Uh, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, John Krasinski, and um, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I saw Eddie Pepitone's name in the credits, but like, yeah, who did Eddie Pepitone play? I didn't he notice was the a mailman. mailman in small in small town. Oh, maybe it was just he just went by too quickly for me to notice. He it's it's a blink and you miss it type okay. of deal. But yeah, this and this, also like, can you really recognize it's Eddie Pepitone if he's not speaking? Because <laughs> it's Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, these are God. Anyway, some great cameos in this in this movie. Yeah, well, Absolutely. like the the like it's like when you like oh, crank a hose while it's on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, you stop the flow, and then you open it up, and all the water comes out. Like, there hadn't been, like, you know, a big Muppet thing like this in so long to have cameos in. All them cameos were crinked up in the hose. True. <laughs> I mean, what do we have last movie? Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, and Kathy Griffin. And Ray Liotta. MVP, and, Ray Liotta. And David, and David Arquette. Oh, I forgot uh, David Just Arquette. before Ready to Rumble. We were... I'm not going to say scraping the bottom of the barrel, but it was 1999, baby. <laughs> yeah. As, uh, as Fred Durst once said into some recording device. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna point something out. I don't know if y'all heard it either, but Kermit. This is the first time I've like noticed like Kermit sounds off. I, I don't know if it's because Steve Whitmire hadn't done the voice. Yeah, in, in something in a long time, but it's just like hmm. I was trying to pay attention to to the voice, <clears throat> and I gotta say honestly, I liked it. I liked it too, but it was just. I like, didn't. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't bad. It's, it's a lot better than the, who they got to, to do the voice now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that guy. I thought Miss Piggy was really good too because yes. this is the first. Uh, this is the first feature film that Frank Oz did not work on at all. Yeah, Fozzie. Well, Man. he was too busy directing. Uh, <laughs> God. Well, what was Frank Oz up to? Let's look, let's look and see what Frank Oz is up to. During this, this is my favorite. This is my favorite segment of the show. <laughs> what was Frank, what Oz, was Frank doing? Oz doing in that year? I, I hope that we keep this going. <laughs> no matter what we do, it's almost no matter the franchise. Oh man, twenty uh, eleven. Uh, he was doing. He was recording the voice of Yoda for Star Tours. The adventures continue. Uh, that was one thing he did in 2011. We'll see if okay, he directed right. anything in 2011. I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say it was worth it to you know update Star Tours. He directed one episode of Leverage in 2011. I think that's what he was. He was directing an episode of Leverage. That's what he was, he was doing. Just sitting by the phone, huh? Additional crew. What did he do? Oh, he hadn't done any additional crew stuff since uh, 1999. All right. Um, but yeah, we now know what Frank Oz was up to. Man, I'm I'm gonna prepare to see what he's doing next episode. Okay, I know what he's doing next episode. All right, um, next episode of this podcast. Just preparing <laughs> to talk about what he was doing. Jordan uh, Muppets was one. I've kind of lost track of what we're doing. Oh yeah, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> um, so does anyone else like fucking cry every time uh, they hear pictures in my head? Dude, fucking yes, I do. man! Yeah. I was tearing up every I mean, fucking time. Sad. This movie's sad. Oh, I was, I was actively trying to ignore. It this time because like i know what happens and and i'm like on my phone trying to play fucking solitaire and i'm just i'm just fucking welling up and then charlie walks in and i'm like every time babe every fucking time you know, it's so sad yeah i mean i'm, I'm not the only one who teared up during that part i and i i can't speak for anyone else but like it's i remember crying in the movie theater because it was like it was like the Muppets have been, because they're like, the Muppets aren't relevant anymore. Nobody thinks about them. It's just, it just gets you. Every time I can't help but like draw the corollary to like me and my friends from like college and like the improv teams that we were on and the podcast that we did. And like just the idea of like performing again and like getting the gang back together to fucking do another show, like one last show. It just, it just like fucking, and like, and it's only gonna get worse the older I get. It's mm-hmm. only because again, like, cannot, like, if they had to put an age on the Muppets, like, you know, I know they don't have ages, but like, you know, they, they're, you know, they're, they're at least, whether they age or not, they're carrying at least 40 years of baggage in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I think that's ultimately what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it's, that was um, a real touch a moment. It, it, and like, it, sometimes borders on like are are you just trying to emotionally manipulate me 
but it it like fucking pulls back like every time it feels like it's being like fucking cruel with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> like I don't, I wasn't full on crying. I was like teary eyed. You know what I mean? Dog, I, it pulled it, back. Yeah, it makes you misty. Not yeah. only is it every time, but it's like fucking harder every time I cry too. It's like there's <laughs> truly something wrong with me. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta figure that out. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I I also like that. I think it's interesting that this film really uh, seems to give us a a um, a solidified idea of like how Miss Piggy and Kermit's relationship works, mm-hmm. like like how that like how he's like sort of afraid to make a commitment and sort of like to own like that he he's the one that like wants her to be around and that kind of thing. It's just very interesting. Cause like that's sort of something that like the other movies touch on, but like, it's never really said out loud. So I just think it's interesting. It's such an interesting, um, uh, um, dynamic, uh, and something that you, it's like a complicated kind of relationship thing that you wouldn't usually see in like a kid's movie, which mm-hmm. I think is, is what makes it interesting. I think I said interesting like 10 times, so we can move on from that. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> I, I think another truly interesting thing about, no, I'm kidding. Um, but one thing that I, I, I think that I appreciate about this movie so much is like, it, you can like, even though it's it's a completely different set of hands, like <clears throat> creatively behind it, it it's 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 when it's fucking done right, and I they try to do it all the time, but like it's it's made and written by people who have who not just care but have been paying attention for the last forty years, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like oh yeah, like are going to be protective of this and have a vision for you know what what it could be and where it could you know. But also still do all the the sa- get to do all the same, you know, tr- tricks and 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 whatnot. I don't know. It's just it just mm-hmm. fucking it works for me on like so many different levels. Yeah, this movie works because it's, it was made by people who loved it, but there was no like, um, for instance, Star Wars. J.J. Abrams loved Star Wars when he got announced as the director. You're like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, but Star Wars has a lot more baggage, fan wise, and also movie wise than the Muppets does. And yeah. but that that's 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 a um, I don't know Liberty or whatever they had, not Liberty but uh something you know they had, they didn't have that all that baggage and all that shit when they yeah they had the freedom they like, yeah freedom that's the word I was looking for yeah. Uh, 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 liberty, um, uh, d- 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 justice, uh, <clears throat> American way, um, truth, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Going back. well, oh, anyway, that, but that's just a recipe for like a great movie is like, yeah. like, oh, we're bringing back this franchise. We love this franchise, but, uh, we're making this for these people and we're not gonna, you know, worry about all those other bullshit. We're just gonna have fun with it, which I feel like that's what they did with this film. I wanted I'm to done. say, <laughs> I wanted to say going back to um, 
Scooter, because Nick had brought up Scooter before. I like the, how um, intri- or uh, how much they utilized him in this movie, because we I did miss his presence like mm-hmm. in previous movies, and and obviously because they're putting the show back up, they're going to need the stage manager and whatever. So it was just nice. He had to a role to play. Back in, see Scooter back in action. He had that again. fun little bit. He's like, just picture them, just picture the audience naked. And then he yeah, comes yeah. out like, you're all naked. <laughs> you're all naked. <laughs> uh, he also wanna... fucking found Beauregard, who had never left the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Beauregard, what are you doing here? Hey, guys. Um, With I that theater, talk... by the way, like, they, like the event would have had to have been shut down for, like, safety purposes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was straight up condemned. Yeah, it said that on the sign outside when they broke the yeah. fucking chain. Yeah. Uh, I would like to, we talked about him earlier. I want to talk about him more. Um, everybody's favorite whatever, Gonzo, and the fact that he owned a fucking toilet business. <laughs> Gonzo's Royal Flush, uh, the rip, richest plumbing magnet in the Ruts Belt. That's Gonzo. Uh, take a seat, everybody. In which uh, that's the top of our that's, that's our used line, which they're top all of the top u- of the line used. Oh, our our uh, executive, uh, executive, executive used. used. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our, our executive used line of toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what's weird is that Camilla, for the first time, has subtitles. <laughs> I thought that was a fun little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, it's uh, like whenever Silent Bob speaks, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. Uh, yeah, Gonzo had that had that Muppet in him all the the whole time and blew up his fucking business. <laughs> I wish more people had that Muppet in them and just blew up their own business. Yeah. Just, oh uh, God, that's also, merch I right there. That's merch also- right there. Is an X ray. And in there, it's just a Muppet. It's like, I got that Muppet in me. <laughs> That's so good. Fuck. I also think that that scene in the line that Fozzie says, which is like, I'm surprised we could afford uh, that type of explosion or yeah. something. I think that's a reference to that Muppet movie and the Never Got Made, the cheapest Muppet movie ever made or something. Oh. Um, where in the beginning of the plot, Gonzo would have like spent all of their budget on explosions or something, yeah. and then they would have no budget. Um, yeah. So speaking of Fozzie, that was a fun. That was a fun bit. Speaking of Fozzie, real quick, I want to do my uh, one of my favorite lines from the movie. Kermit. Oh, September. Kermit. That was a good one. That Thank was you. good. Walter. Yeah, September. That's like six months from now. That's nothing. One time I waited a whole year for September. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very uh, good. Also, also, my boys Bobo, Mister De- uh, and Uncle Deadly, fucking <laughs> holding it down on the bad guy side of things. The bad guys. Uncle Deadly had a fucking arc. He yeah, did. he did. He had a goddamn arc. I'm oh telling my God, you, Nick. Peyton and Nick, I are you telling have you, to, if you, yeah, you have to watch the it, ABC Muppets because yeah. he is like he's like Miss Piggy's gay assistant, and it's so funny. He like steals the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Is this the yeah. one that came out after this? The Office yeah. show? Yeah, it's the okay. one that yeah, came yeah. out, yes, years after, <laughs> almost a full decade after when I thought it came out, yeah. That said, so I said I thought uh, that that show came out in 2008. <laughs> I, I wasn't I saying that as a dig. I was just confirming because there was no, no, one no, no, before no. this. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you said it because I, I didn't know how else to get to this point and i don't know any other way to say this and this is gonna be like the fucking most like 
whitest get out thing that I've maybe ever said, <laughs> but like this movie just feels like Obama. Does that make sense? <laughs> just like the time. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, like we the, thought we the, were like the hope campaign, you know? Yeah. yeah the hope campaign. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. It was, hope, it was a hopeful time. It was a hopeful time. Okay, I'm glad I'm not like. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping that wasn't like too high concept. Yeah, that the straight that makes that makes so much. Yeah, that that fucking that tracks, yeah. man. That makes give so me, much fucking sense. Give me the uh, give me the letterbox uh, fucking list of movies that feel like Obama. <laughs> Description. These are not Obama's favorite movies. Obama's not <laughs> nope. in these movies. They just feel like Obama. The era. Oh, man. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, uh, two bits. I just want to talk about these real quick. They're really like, was uh, after the montage, Rolf was just like, how come I wasn't in the montage? That was good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not going to hey, you, Rolf you wanna, a lot, You want to like, get back together? Sounds good. He's <laughs> just hanging out in a hammock. Oh, I loved it. I was like, Rolf's living yeah. his best life. And then Cla- it goes back classic, to just- Classic me. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good bit. God damn. Um, I, all the different like pronunciations of things and just like the wordplay in the opening song uh, is yeah. just so fucking fun. We did the fillet of fish. Uh, flower. I Peyton straight up. I will also say flowers the same way. <laughs> um, so good. Another bit I really liked was uh, so uh, Mary's been out doing all this shit by herself all day, and she's oh, just reading up the thesaurus. Yeah, <laughs> and she wa- and then Such walks in. And she's like, he's like, I did that alone, and I went to there by myself. I'm going to go on a walk <laughs> solo. Individually. Individually. <laughs> <laughs> the way she references the, the story. Uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, line deliveries is when those monsters are like getting Jack Black ready for the show and he's like, You got some nice teeth, Jack Black. Black. <laughs> you got great teeth, Jack Black. Jack Black. And just like the jaw just like rotates around Black. Oh, so good. Fuck. Uh, um, the way he the way Jack Black reacts to them doing a barbershop quartet of, of Nirvana. <laughs> oh yeah, he was just You're ruining this song. <laughs> uh what was I gonna say? Okay. Uh when they're uh, kidnapping Cluck- Jack Black. Oh, I-, I was gonna say uh Cluck used the only uh version of that song we can uh listen to guilt free anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh so but yeah, We've, the we find abduction out of Jack Black. We find out we find out something startling during that um, <laughs> during that little bit is that um, we finally Matt confirm that uh, Miss Piggy is anti-mask. Um, <laughs> oh, that part! Talk about oh, things that, that didn't was, age that well. That did not age well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like staunch. You yeah. know, you 
Yeah, because no, one of the other Muppets was like, no mask. And she no, said, no mask. Pepe was like, what you doing, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you know. She was the first one out in front of that fucking Dairy Queen. Asking them, why aren't you open? Oh. <laughs> Talk about fucking cheese. Also, talk, the way. Be careful bringing up Liberty around her, Nick, because that's going to send her off on a whole fucking tangent. Oh, her, also, her and Sam she... Eagle have had some very interesting conversations. <laughs> the way she comes down on Jack Black, like pussy first, right into his face, that was wild. That was insane. They were wild for that. <laughs> Why do you think? Why do like you think my was, jaw literally, like my jaw literally dropped. When why I saw you think? That. Why do you think Jables was cast? <laughs> the weird bit that I didn't care for, which I thought was like, I don't know why they needed it. It just ate up runtime. Was the whole like freeze frame on them with their name and then like written in, um, you know, another language? It was like some weird like. Oh, I don't know if tra- yeah, um, it was like a. Like a Kill Bill like style a thing, homage or? to like a kung fu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah, that's it, was it wasn't out, necessary. It was kind of out of place. Yeah, but I was like, that, that it joke was don't like, work. Like, all right, I, I don't know. We got to do something here. It was I mean, probably one of those things where it's just like we need something here. Well, it's yeah. like just kidnapping Jack Black's funny enough. You don't. Anyway, I I love how we just re go. I'm not sit. done putting my balls on. Yeah, God, that shit was funny. I'm not done putting my balls oh, on. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing here? Acting natural. <laughs> no drugs. And, and straight up, like, when Animal finally does hit that fucking drum solo and Oh, my God. Like, that payoff on that payoff on that storyline. Oh, drum roll, please! Oh, so good. Um, yeah, this movie's great. I got nothing else really to say about it. Podcast over. I do like the <laughs> Walter's little whistling bit at the end. That felt like a classic Muppet Show bit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was yeah. it was prime Muppet Show. I was just like, this is yeah. the most Muppet Show shit they've done. Yeah, they also um had like a lot of uh, characters that like aren't usually in the movies that like are exclusively from the Muppet Show, which was fun. Like they had Wayne and Wanda, which I think they've never been in the movies mm-hmm. until this. Oh yeah, the they making had, out that was funny. Yeah, they had the um the newscaster who I think does show up in in Muppet. Caper. He's in Caper. But I, I like, yeah, but I like that he, he had a lot of, like, fun bits, too. Um, Link Heart Hogthrob from <laughs> Pigs in Space was in there. Just a lot of uh, fam- familiar faces. And the, like, big, tall monster guys, the, other than Sweetums, yeah, that, we, yeah. that we usually never see. Yeah. Oh, my God. By the way, whenever they're doing Oh, that, the reference to Sweetums. I was going to say, when they're doing the that Muppet montage, movie, it's like, yeah. <laughs> they even They recreated the fucking car lot. They got somebody yep. dressed up like Milton Berle. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was so good. By the way, them the, the, the effect of them driving out of the ocean... That was into fun. France Very is good. so fucking good. We're gonna travel by travel by map. <laughs> and then later at the end of the movie, they gets called back. It's like, how'd you get here so fast? We travel by we map. Travel by map. <laughs> Man, I just uh, fucking love it so much. I really do. <clears throat> Hold it right there, sausage snout. <laughs> <Hey-ya>! <laughs> I'll be back. 
<laughs> Miss Poogie. Miss Poogie. We haven't even talked about Miss Poogie. The fucking Moopets, man. They are. <laughs> I said I'd be back. <laughs> and, and I am. I love back. how. I love how. They're back. <laughs> the fucking calls. It's so good. <laughs> the, uh. The Rolf, uh. Moopet is just like a big jack Muppet, and then Kermit looks n- nothing. Like it's just the, the weird. It's like a toad or some shit. What yeah. are you the fucking frog? The Muppets and me. Cha cha cha. I I do I do also love that if if Fozzie is in no way associating himself with Kermit, he is basically destitute. And and can only work at at what can only be described as disreputable institutions. God, yeah, it's true. I mean, he's working for James Coburn down at the uh, that lounge in the first movie. Mm-hmm. I'm the owner. Um, yeah, I love that parrot. That little, it's like a hotel, like singing about doing the Rainbow Connection, but singing about the hotel and all the amenities <laughs> it has. Yeah, yeah. The Chuco uh, <laughs> Casino or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that shit's great. <laughs> Man. Yeah, this is a good Free movie. parking for cars, not RVs, not RVs. <laughs> RVs. <laughs> Our anchor center is 24 hours. <laughs> One other joke that's not that funny, but always gets me is the, is the, what's the bear's name? Bobo or? Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. When in the early on in the first scene with um Statler and Waldorf when they leave and he's like, "Love geriatric humor," <laughs> <laughs> just the delivery. He's, of it. I think he's like my favorite deadpan Muppet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I really do. <laughs> another another joke that I don't know if it's like it's funny to me, but like it's just like a blink and you'll miss it. But like whenever they leave or come back to small town, the population count. Changes. Oh yeah, it's so good. The little. Number flip. Uh, also, in like what could have been one of the most insignificant parts in this movie, <laughs> the guy who's with the hose when Amy Adams is singing in the classroom. Oh, I like it. Look like it's raining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy fucking milked that the shit out of that guy. <laughs> she, she while she walks away from the window, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking went back and like watched it like five times. Yeah, that was a good bit. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, oh, such a good. Rashida movie. Jones is fun in this too. We didn't really talk about her. Oh, yeah. that much, but love the bit where they're getting like rejected by all the different yeah networks. She's like, this is lo, lo, si- as... lo siento, no. Yeah, <laughs> that means no. He said, "I'm sorry, no." Oh, God. Um, fucking uh, uh, everyone's reaction to Kermit when he wasn't able to talk Tex Richmond into just like being cool. Like, what happened? You were supposed to fuck my hell. <laughs> just like berating Kermit. Like, no wonder he fucking like is like, I'm done with you guys every time. Oh, God. It's just like in Muppets Take Manhattan when yeah. and they're like, why didn't you figure this out? Oh, yeah. Man. Poor Kermit. He's just trying to, you know, I, I know the feeling, just trying to make shit work, and then <laughs> it doesn't work, and then everybody gets mad at you because you don't yeah. make shit work. 
God, when he was trying to like tell Rashida Jones, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of a celebrity. <laughs> that shit. I love that she had that. She had that uh, circle of like. She's like, here's yeah. the circle, and then like, and then she rolls it she out. Rolls it out. It's like this tiny little dot. That's this you. is you. <laughs> Ooh. I do like the little uh, whoever little, did this move. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say a little bit that made me laugh was just randomly. You would just see like every time they would cut to like outside, you would just see a punch teacher poster or like <laughs> billboard or something. Um, that or cars one that, too. One that yeah, cars yeah, I was gonna too. Say the, yeah, I was gonna say the one that bothers me is the one in the finale car, the cars too, because it's so <laughs> prominent for some reason. Well, and also the Muppets Theater is right next door to the Jimmy Kimmel Live Theater, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess um, that's aged just as well, that Jimmy Kimmel Live is still around. Yeah. I was going to say, um, someone, whoever, some one of the filmmakers of this movie is obsessed with the Swedish chef. There's so much Swedish chef in this movie. Good. Like, prominently uh, featured. Yeah, he's great. Um, Man. So James Bobin directed this, which you would think it would have been like Nick Stoller or something like that, or Siegel mm-hmm. himself. But uh, I was like, fucking Bobin, where's that familiar? And he's done like plenty of stuff that's fucking fine. Did he did like, I think the, the first two episodes, uh, he did do some of Flight of the Concords. He also did, uh, I think the first two episodes of the new Percy Jackson show, which is really good. Oh, hmm. Sorry, I was just excited to talk about the new Percy Jackson show. With fucking Adam Copeland as Ares, a.k.a. Edge from WWE, but he's not in WWE anymore, so he's Adam Copeland now. I was wondering why that guy looked familiar. Yeah, that's Edge. I thought he's I fucking him. great. Does he ever say you think you know me? Um, uh, he hasn't him. yet, but I'm not going to count it out. <laughs> Last time I saw him, he was uh, he was robbing crypto out of a plane. <laughs> Money plane. On Hulu. And now uh, he's fighting uh, Dante Martin wow. on AEW. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Do we want to talk about anything else? We got any we got any more any tidbits we want to talk about in the, with the Muppets? Uh I I love the way this movie shot. Um yeah. I think it it looks fucking great. I yeah, love particularly uh a man or muppet the way that sequence that is a good out. sequence, yeah. yeah. That's a great sequence, like, yeah. Fucking top tier shit. It, it's it's so good. It feels like that that <clears throat> sequence especially feels more like one of the classic movies, like the whole segment where they're in like the white ballroom with the mm-hmm. pianos and and things like that. That felt very like Muppet Caper, yeah. <clears throat> Muppet Take Manhattan. Oh yeah, for for sure, man. for sure, man. I really hope the next Muppet movie they make after this one that we just watched is is at least like just as good, right? Oh, I like the I like the Pepe, the <laughs> dirty dancing bit. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> the dirty dancing bit, <laughs> especially because you can't see Pepe until Miss Piggy moves. <laughs> So you, so you think she's like rehearsing by herself for a minute? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy that we don't have fucking Rizzo in this movie. I'm still taken aback yeah. by the lack of Rizzo. I remember being mad. I think Rizzo does have a bigger part in Muppets Most Wanted. I, I mean, it makes sense since they go to fucking jail. Yeah. Or one of but, them is um, in jail. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, But... uh. 
yeah, I remember seeing this movie and being like, why did they replace Rizzo with Pepe? <laughs> yeah, and then Pepe is um, more prominent in, well, since they fired Steve Whitmire. Um, yeah. More prominent in the Haunted Mansion one. Which, uh, that didn't get released in theater, so we're not covered. I'm sorry, listener. We, <laughs> might, we might do it later. Who knows? Um, yeah. So, any, 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 any final thoughts? The Muppets take Manhattan? <laughs> the, Mu- the Muppets? No, we're, ta- we're still talking about the Muppets. If we're talking about Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> the Muppets? The Muppets. Oh, it's wild in that scene, too, when they hear, like, gunshots. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, all right, they're, um, they're staying it's a little in a too, real It's a little shithole. too real. It's a little too real for me. Like a cop car drive-by? Yeah. 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 Well, like, every time there's a scene in that fucking room, you hear police <laughs> sirens. Yeah. Um, I think, like, one final thing I do want to say is, like, something I've noticed, and we've, we've always pointed it out, is, like, each one of these movies comes up with, like, a really cool inventive way of like oh you know they did that with this puppet or like oh they were mm. able to do that whether it be like you know Kermit riding a bike multiple Muppets riding a bike Miss Piggy suit um, glowing Muppet eyes but like this one didn't really have that and it just had a lot of like Muppets in front of green screen and like yeah, that feels like yeah. cheating to me it does but. I agree I'm glad. Especially in that scene uh, when we meet, when they pick up Bunsen and Honeydew, and and I wish they'd made like just like a really tiny Bunsen <clears throat> or that that would or Beaker that yeah. would have been so funny. Yeah. Instead of doing like just the digitally shrunken version. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> Jim Jim would have made a smaller version. Exactly. He made a big ass animal. He made head. a huge animal. Yeah. <laughs> he made a he kaiju made a huge animal. animal. <laughs> I don't know why I keep pointing up like he's above me. Anyway, he is. He's right there looking Look at this fucking guy. Making sure. <laughs> Look at this guy. Just uh, out of frame. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we want to rate this out of five chickens? Five rubber chickens. I know what I'm going to rate it. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say four chickens for me. All right, well, I'll make up for it by giving it six chickens. <laughs> four out of what do you give it? A six, really? Yeah, it's my favorite. Six flaws and all. That's that's insane. That's flaws insane. and all. But I respect your opinion. Yeah, I respect that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's 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 a very untraditionalist. Uh. Uh, take but it is it is it is gonna be the the muppets thing i return to maybe second most at the end of my life behind a muppet family christmas there you go it's yes yeah, you know you got a personal connection to it i respect yeah that. yeah yeah Life's this a bunch movie of saved my life <laughs> Just make that the, the <laughs> just make that quotation the description of this episode. <laughs> this movie saved my life in all caps, Rich Richie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is gonna be the fucking cat. The, the fucking <laughs> all caps. <laughs> I stand by it.
<laughs> oh man. Anyway. Well, I think I've said all I need to say. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense though. I mean, we all have our own personal, like, you know, my personal favorites, you know, Treasure Island, Peyton, you've got what is yours? Takes Manhattan? Yeah, right? yeah. And then you got the Muppets. And then um nobody likes Muppets Most Wanted. I think I do remember liking it, so I'm interested to watch it again and see if I still feel that way. I also but I do remember liking Muppets. I just spent the whole season just shitting on one movie, and then we <laughs> and it's the last one. And I'm gonna be like I, I'm the one like, that I dislike is Muppets from Space. That's the one that I dislike the most. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm right. be like rip for freaking um, Tokyo Drift and just not watch the movie. <laughs> So, so not to extend this, uh, like another fucking 20 minutes, but so I do wish that like, man, like Jason Siegel had done more with the puppets, but like, but also at the same time he did all he, you know, had in him and why push that? Um, we see what like, you know, um, the guy who did the Goldbergs, you know, did with mayhem and that was good. I kind of, I kind of dug that you know, vibe, that tone, and it was, and the jokes and everything was very fun. Who are some other creators that you would want to see actually, like, create new Muppet things, whether a movie or uh, another series or something like that? Like, who sticks out in your head as someone who would be like, man, I'd fucking love, love for them to get their hands on on the Muppets and see what they would do with them. Um, I, I would say like, uh, Lonely Island. Okay. That'd be fine. Be I could see good. Andy Samberg with a bunch of fucking Muppets. What, and they, you know, fucking great at writing songs. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. What you call it? Just because I'm, I just want to see the freakiest Muppet movie ever, but like get the, get the, I think you should leave team. Oh, that would be fun. That would Damn. be fun. Just like the humor. That would bring back like some of the absurd humor from like the sh- from yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I feel just because I love him so much, I feel like <clears throat> Ryan Johnson would be fun. Like it doesn't have to be a murder mystery or something, but yeah. like Oh, I would watch I just feel like murder mystery. I just I would definitely watch a murder mystery with the Muppets like Ryan Johnson style, but also I just think Ryan Johnson's so cool and has cool ideas. Like I love Poker Face. I love I was just about to say Knives give me a Muppet episode like, of Poker Face. Yeah. Um Should we just just remake Columbo, but it's uh, Kermit. <laughs> yeah, just one more thing. Uh, I was gonna say, like, you know, if he ever decides he ever wants to come back to like comedy, I would love to see like Jordan Peele do something with Muppets. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be some pretty fucking rich territory for him. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think we should get uh, we should get uh, Peyton Lynch to to write something up. Oh, absolutely. I wish I could find that script of that Muppets episode that I wrote for the kids' camp. But yeah, I would definitely... That would be a dream come true. Man. By the way, the average for the ratings, 4, 4, and 6, uh, this movie is uh, ranked... Uh, let's see. It's 4.6. So our current <laughs> rankings are... Um, <laughs> there's a four-way tie... <laughs> For number one with the Muppet movie, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Vision, 
in Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> and then number two is the Muppets. I rated almost all of them five. Yeah. Number two is the Muppets. Number three is uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Number four is uh, Muppets from Space, weirdly. And then number, uh, the last place right now is Great Muppet Caper. You all tanked that movie. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. (laughs) Peyton, you want to talk about tanking a movie? Peyton, you've rated every movie this season of five, with the exception of The Muppets. No, I rated Muppets in Space 3. That's not what I'm seeing on the sheet. Uh, You said five out of five after that, so... No, I did not. (laughs) Yeah, that's I, that was I, the that second was a, score if you I did, gave, that, so that's the score I, we wrote. I think if, if that's I think what I said, joking. it was a joke. If okay. that's what I did, I was a joke because it is definitely a three for me. That's okay. my least All favorite right. one. All right, three point five. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change the rating. I was wondering. I was wondering why it was higher than the Muppet Caper. I was like, I was like, did their were their scores so low that it tanked it so bad? Okay, it has a three point three now. Okay, three point three average. Oh, man. Anyway, that's so funny. The outrage that Peyton just expressed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought he, he, Peyton got piggy eyes real quick, and I thought I he was out of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> piggy eyes. <laughs> All right, well... Let's do some plugs. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Franchise Surprise Pod. I don't know if I'm going to post anything. We've talked about it every episode. Hey, I'll post that to it. Haven't done it. Sorry. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Letterboxd as well as Lathan Video. And you can follow Peyton. We're all on Letterboxd, right? Mm-hmm. And Peyton yes, Socials is Peyton Cody Lynch. You can listen to Queer Movie Night, that back catalog. Don't know when they're coming back. When are you coming back? Do you know? Sometime. Sometime in the future. <laughs> uh, Rip does shows at IO. I got it right this time. You can go to malarkeycomedy.com and see when the shows are. And then you can follow Rip Cam- Rich Cammy on socials. That's right. Any other plugs I'm missing? Hell no, that's great. Uh, you got it. You got it, man. I didn't want to extend this another 20 minutes. Rich, <laughs> take us out with a quote. <laughs> hey, great job, Carlos. <laughs>